I hear you, I'm with you, and I see you, my friend. Feeling completely drained and overwhelmed right now because all that life has thrown at you is a lot. It is a lot. You are taking care of a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. You have a lot on your plate. You have a lot on your mind. You have a lot of to-dos and it is okay to feel completely drained and overwhelmed right now. And even though you have the greatest of life and the greatest of blessings and you wouldn't trade it for the world, it is a-okay to say this is completely overwhelming. There is too much. There's too much chaos. There's too much, there's too much out of our control right now. And it's okay. It is completely okay. And today I want to talk to you guys about this feeling. And I know a lot of you guys are doers. And when you get these feelings of feeling completely overwhelmed and feeling completely chaotic, you want to go straight into how do I fix it? How do I change things? What can I do? And sometimes that works in our favor because we figure it out. And then sometimes it just adds to feelings of overwhelm because sometimes the situations, we can't really do much about them. So what I want to talk to you guys today a lot is about the mindset behind feeling completely overwhelmed and frustrated. And I have just some simple things that you can do and think through in these moments of feeling completely overwhelmed. And the first is, what are you completely overwhelmed with right now? And putting it pen to paper. What, what's the chaos in your mind telling you? What is the story that it's telling you right now? And with that story, is it something that you need to carry? Is it, is it true? Is that story true? And if it's true, it's okay. You don't have to completely say everything is false because there are stressful times and situations that we go through where it's like, yeah, taking on homeschooling while you're trying to work at home and your kids are at home, that's a lot. That is completely overwhelming. And then the next question to address is, do you need to do this? And sometimes the answer will be no. Do you need to plan out an elaborate five-course meal for your child's upcoming birthday party? No. But sometimes the do you need to is a yes, because do you need to work while you are homeschooling your kids? The answer is yes. The next thing is, who can help? This is a hard one for a lot of us ladies because we think we need to take care of it all ourselves. We are the one that are like best equipped to take care of it. But who can help you in this area? Is it a friend? Is it a family member? Is it a spouse? Is it your kids? You know, like if your kids are at home and they're older and they're they're creating more mess throughout the house, can they help out with cleaning up more? I don't know. That's a solution you want to think through. So those are the four questions to run through when you're feeling completely overwhelmed. But also know it is completely safe to sit in this feeling of overwhelm and to know that what's important will stay 
and what's not important will go and things will shift. And that advice sometimes suck when you're like, I want things to change now. I want to be for, I want to be in the next season of life because I am frustrated and overwhelmed and drained with what reality is right now. And when you're feeling completely overwhelmed, my friends, prayer and a journal is the most powerful thing that you can lean on. I know coping mechanisms like emotional eating, wine, alcohol, a lot of those like easy, quick fixes seem like they'll be helpful, but sabotage will will shortly follow. Sabotage will so- shortly follow. And to thrive, you really, it's really okay to sit with the emotion of feeling overwhelmed and to talk about it. Don't just hold it in. Talk about it. Talk about it. Talk about it. Talk about it. When I was in the thick of postpartum depression and anxiety, I went so isolated. I didn't want friends and family coming over to spend time with my me or my new baby or my husband. Like I wanted to, we isolated. We were like, don't let anybody in these walls. And we isolated. And I truly believe that in that moment was when I was most vulnerable, most vulnerable to more like just self-sabotage thoughts. I let the devil come in. It was a easy target because I was isolated. Like link arms with your girlfriends, your neighbors. Be open. Be If, if you don't have a community of friends that has in-depth, deep conversations and it's not just all like surface level mom talk, be the first one to be vulnerable. Be the first one to speak up. And it's not about complaining. It's about emotional support and emotional appreciation to be open and honest with one another, right? And if you don't have that in your circle or your community, I encourage you to be the first one to just kind of open up about those types of things. And other ladies who are craving this realness will be attracted to you, and you will form so many great friendships. I know growing up in small town USA and now living in small town USA, everybody has these um, surface level conversations because they're comfortable, because surface level conversations are easy to carry on, not really for somebody like me, but it also keeps you in the zone of being liked by everybody. But I would rather have a handful of conversations when, and friendships where I can look at my friend in the eyes and know how her heart is feeling and what she needs to talk about and that no matter what comes out of her mouth, I'm not judging her. And whatever comes out of my mouth, she's not judging me, but we can also challenge and guide each other. Like that type of a friendship is what I lean on when I'm feeling completely overwhelmed and drained. Now, in addition to all of this like mindset work around going through and and supporting yourself when feeling overwhelmed, I also want to bring you back to so many of my teachings on intentional productivity and intentional time management, knowing that each day, like take it one day 
at a time. Take it one day at a time and work with the intentional priority planner. I will link that in the show notes of this episode. It's also always in my Instagram bio. It's a PDF and it's a one page PDF that has a place where you can declare your intentional priorities. I always have, you know, two to three to four, there's four sections on this page, but four intentional priorities and then write down one to three small action steps that serve your intentional priority because we can make to-do lists a mile long. And even when you're feeling completely overwhelmed and I give you the example of, you know, do a brain dump, take pen to paper, write it all out. What's overwhelming to you? That doesn't mean those things that you write down are the most important the things that matter more or the things that really need to get done. You know, if you're looking at your intentional priority day planner and you see those, those heading areas of where to put your intentional priorities, you know, right now for you, it could be work, homeschooling, intentional family time and managing the home and doing one, two, three small things that serve each area of, um, of your intentional priorities. Maybe for you, if you have two kids, you're going to write down your career, your two kids' names, and then household or something like that. Writing down those intentional priorities. So then your to do's match what's most important to you. And I think this is a really great skill to teach your kids too, that you don't have to get everything done in one day. Take a look at today and what's most important and what needs to get done and know that everything else will happen after the intentional priorities are taken care of. I do have other podcast episodes on intentional priorities and I, I did write the heavy hitters as my intentional priorities today, kids and work and stuff. But sometimes my intentional priority is putting away the summer stuff. That was an intentional priority of mine this weekend. And I just took out a tote. I went through and I found the kids' life jackets and swim diapers and swimming suits. And I put it all into one tote. But I didn't do that all in one day. I did it over two days. So the first thing was really finding the things throughout the house. The second thing was finding the things throughout the garage. And I got it done over the weekend. It's no longer an intentional priority because I don't need to think about it anymore. It's done. It's, I, it's something I covered. But it also doesn't mean that it's just as important as my kids, right? So when you're thinking of intentional priorities, if your kids are in school right now and you write down like, your career, your self-care. Like don't don't feel like you need to shame yourself because you're not putting your most important, you know, like your significant other. You know, your significant other is your most important person, right? But that doesn't mean every single day I'm writing down three things that my husband and I are doing together for our marriage. There have definitely been seasons where I'm like, oh, Things are out of whack in that area of life. It needs to become an intentional priority. But right now, simplify your life to three areas at the most that each day you're going to give a little bit of time, energy, and attention to, you know, write down 10 or write down two to three to-dos that take at least 10 minutes, no more, no more than 10 minutes. 
that will serve and honor that intentional priority, right? Because it's about living a fulfilled life, not a productive life, not a perfect life, not a Pinteresty life. It's about being intentional and knowing that even though you spent eight hours at work today, you created genuine moments with your kids because you put your phone away from 4 to 8 p.m. That, that is what matters so, 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 so much. So I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. I hope it's helpful to you when you are feeling completely overwhelmed and know that it's it's a feeling that we all have felt at some point. And it's not the first time we felt this way. It's not going to be the last time you feel this way. So I hope this is just helpful to you to have healthy coping mechanisms because it's something we're all going to go through seasons of life. Even when there's not a global pandemic, even when there's not all these like crazy political stuff going on, there's still going to be seasons of time and overwhelm and chaos for everyone. Okay, my friend, real quick before you go, if you like today's show, please subscribe, share this with your friend and leave me a review. To leave a review, it is so simple. I didn't know how to do this either. So if you don't know how, I'm about to tell you it is super simple. All you have to do is the app that you are listening to this podcast in. Find my show, scroll down, you'll then see stars, and with those stars, you can leave me a review and rating. I would love you so, so much for taking the time to do this, and each week I will be sharing a review of the week because I wanna shout you guys out and thank you for listening. And in all honesty, the reviews is what helps the podcast get into the hands of other working moms so they can listen in, feel less frazzled, and be intentionally productive. Okay, I'll let you get back to your day. See you next time.